You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Let's talk about that playoff match. Because the first round for the Knicks is set. Nets lost on Tuesday. Knicks secured the five seed. The Cavs got locked into the four seed after the Sixers won on Tuesday. Joel Embiid had his maybe MVP moment uh, against the Celtics in that game. So then the Cavs were locked at four, meaning Knicks, Cavs will play each other in round one of the Eastern Conference playoffs. The game one beginning in Cleveland. So these two teams, like I said, they're like the Lancers. Oh, not, this is actually not like the Lancers or Sparks. These are, this is a different kind of uh, comparing with two franchises that seem to be all connected. Uh, they're not. So what are they? Maybe I'm trying to think of some other uh, the Boltons and someone else. Who knows? Rosencrantz uh, and Montagues. Little. Uh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, you get some Romeo and Juliet in there. Yeah. But um, yeah, it feels like feels like these 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 franchises are attached to the hip, uh, especially since what happened over the summer where the Cavs swooped in to get Donovan Mitchell from the Jazz after months of speculation that the Knicks were close to making a deal for Donovan Mitchell. That of course did not happen. The Knicks won the regular season matchup three to one. Uh, New York won the last meeting over the Cavs on March 31st with Jalen Brunson dropping a career high 48 points in Cleveland. So we'll have, I don't know, 700 million ways to break down the series uh, next week when the season wraps up. Uh, But we'll have a a shorter conversation and maybe a more focused conversation today. I want to begin with one question. Which team do you think has more pressure coming into round one? I think that both teams come in with I think a lot of pressure. I think both fan bases expecting them to win. So that always kind of ratchets it up. Uh, but two, I think because of what happened this summer, it feels like the Cavs have to win because they made the move for the guy that Knicks were trying to get. So you think that that leaves you the, gives you the leg up. Meanwhile, I think for a lot of people following the Knicks, it's well, the Knicks have to win because they can't have the embarrassment of the guy that they did not get being the difference and them being bounced out of the first round of the playoffs. So who do you think has more pressure coming into the series? First, let me apologize to my English teachers. The Montagues and the Capulets is Romeo and Juliet. Rosencrantz okay. and Guildenstern's Hamlet. So I, I, so gotcha. I, I okay. apologize for my. I heard uh, Montagues and I just assumed. Okay, I yes, me, Romeo and Juliet. Me, and I just took you, took you totally at face value. <laughs> me too. So I know if somebody would call me out on it. Uh, <laughs> um, I think. Listen, 
I think it's on the Cavs. The Cavs went mm. all in. Um, they traded their first round picks. They put their pushed all their chips in the middle of the table um, to get Donovan uh, to get Donovan Mitchell because they wanted to be a legit title contender. Um, they have him under contract for two more years. This is not the end of the world if they they took a very good step forward. Um, Mitchell played at an All NBA level. Um, they advanced to the uh, uh, to the playoffs. They have a top four seed behind arguably the three best teams or three of the four best teams in the NBA in the East. So it wasn't like they, you know, the, they locked into the number four seed or yep. uh, I don't want to say the Knicks were lucky to get the four seed uh, two years ago, but certainly didn't have the gravitas of the, of the four seed this season. They had, the, you know, they, they had. The and, and it was a shortened season. They didn't play two games. A hundred percent. So the the Cavs have to be very happy with how the season, the regular season, turned out. Um, if you ask for them to sign up for the four seed, they they probably would have done them. But they've liked the top mm-hmm. seed or the top three seeds, of course. But um, given how everything you know adjusted to Donovan, adding Donovan Mitchell, they dealt with some injuries here and there. Um, they've they've got to the end of the regular season as a four seed. Um, if they were to lose in the first round, that's a disappointing season for them. They, again, it's a disappointing season for Donovan Mitchell um, coming off on, on the heels of the extremely disappointing end to his Utah career. Um, we saw how that played out. Um, and to lose it to again to, to Jalen Brunson um, and his family and friends from New York, he, he wouldn't hear the end of it. Um, so I think there's more pressure on the Cavs. Um, I I Obviously, the Knicks greatly exceeded expectations, as much so as any team in the NBA, um, not named Sacramento Kings. I think this season you could argue um, that that they exceeded expectations to an extreme amount. Um, a lot, even Jalen Brunson stands um, are, are shocked at how well he's played and Randall yeah. bounced. Uh, we've talked about on the pod all yep. the things that had to go well. Check, 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 check. Nearly every box got checked off. Um, Outside of potentially R.J. Barrett not not living up to to the to what fans had hoped he would um, develop the season, and even a down year, he's at 19 plus points a game. Um, that being said, the, I would say if the Knicks were playing, it's funny if the Knicks were the six seed and playing the Sixers or the seven seed and, and playing the Celtics, you'd almost say they're playing with house money to a right. certain extent. The fact that they're playing the Cavs, and even if they were the six seed or seven seed and playing the Cavs, who were two or three. Um, you know, there's the, the, the pressure gets amped up because of, you're going to hear Stephen A. Smith for the next two weeks say, right. I'll never set foot in the garden. And there's, and there's, and there's, fun Oh no, what would we do if Stephen A. Smith didn't step <laughs> foot in the garden? And, but, and, and there's fun to be had there. Um, mm-hmm. but make no mistake that is added pressure. You're playing against the guy you failed to get. Um, we mm-hmm. can argue whether that's a failure um, when three of the guys you didn't trade for each score 30 plus points <laughs> right. and you still have your draft capital and you can still sign down to Mitchell in two years and you could still use those draft picks and or some of those players whose value has now increased to get the next superstar um, that may be a little bit better suited to take your team to the next level of Donovan Mitchell. Is that a yep. failure? You didn't complete the trade. Um, all well and good. All conversations to be had. Make no mistake. There will be a narrative attached to the Knicks. LOL Knicks, they got beat by the guy they they didn't have the stones to ante up for, and they get what they deserve, and now they're never going to be back in the playoffs because this is a, a, a tremendous setback they can't overcome. Um, I, I don't buy into that. You don't buy into that. Right. Um, but it'd be... Uh, it would be dishonest to say that that narrative won't be out there and that the players aren't aware that they're playing Donovan Mitchell. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I think so. I think narratively it is absolutely the Knicks because of all the things you just mentioned. I think there's a case to be made that even in reality, it's still the Knicks. And here's why I'll say that Cleveland, I think a lot of people look at Cleveland as one of the teams that are next. One of the teams that in the next few, three, two, three years, they'll have a roster of younger players that have now grown up, developed. Um, to their full potential or close to their full potential. Evan Mobley looks like he's going to be uh, an all-NBA guy very soon. We know Darius Garland was an all-star last season, still putting up great numbers this season. Jared Allen, one of the top premier bigs in, in, in the NBA, particularly defensively. And then you got Donovan Mitchell for at least two seasons. I think there's a feeling that even if they don't somehow do it this year, it would be surprising, I think, if you came into it. Wow, they, they got home field and didn't get out of the first round. That would be surprising to people, but um, the Eastern Conference was expected to be, especially towards the bottom half, a lot tougher than it ended up being. So I, I think I could see that result saying, okay, you're a year away. Let's see what happens next year. I think the reason why I'll say the Knicks have a little more pressure is because of those narratives, but also I think the pressure then goes on Leon Rhodes to say, okay, you now have to fix this roster. And not to say that it's broken per se. Clearly it's not. You, you, they won 47 games. They have a chance to win 49 games this season, almost 50. So it's not a broken roster. But I think if the fans go through what they went through in the Atlanta series, or even something not as painful, maybe it's a six-game series loss. Maybe it's even seven. I think the, the, there'll be pressure to say, you have to do something. You cannot come into next season and say, we're just running it back with essentially the same core. Maybe that would be fine. Like, to be honest, I, it wouldn't drive me crazy considering just how good these guys have played this season and how much we're continuing seeing them, continuing to see them improve. But I just don't think that it would be allowed. So I think that that's where the pressure comes in because now you have to do a move. You have to make something happen. Maybe James Dolan is saying, hey, you have to make something happen. Like we saw happen last time. We didn't do anything. We brought back the same old guys from the previous season. We got, you know, our heads caved in in 2022. They're not going to allow it to happen again. So that's where the pressure comes in. Because then it's like, all right, well, you don't want to be forcing yourself to do something that ends up being more detrimental than what a Donovan Mitchell trade would have been had you given up your three or four unprotected firsts and IQ and RJ and Toppin or Quentin Grimes or whatever that would have been. That's where I think that pressure comes in. I think the front office then feels it. They can't afford to have – I mean, they may not have a choice. They lose, they lose. But I think that if they have a bad showing in this first round, that would be a tough pill to swallow. I'll push back in this sense. Mm-hmm. If they get swept, you know, all, all bets off, then, you know, yeah. we have to reevaluate things. Assuming the series goes six games and they lose in game six at the Garden, that would sting. But, you know, it's, immediately after math, we got to change things. Take a deep breath. Wait a week. We'll see. They lose in yeah. – it's close in the fourth quarter of game seven. Um, oh, two weeks after the season ends, Nick fans and everybody will, will – will, have a positive feeling about this season, I assume. Um, obviously, if they win, that that changes things. But I would push back in this sense in terms of, let's say the Knicks lose in five, which would be disappointing. Let's say they, they yeah. even if they lose in, let's say they lose in six. 
I think this season has bought Leon Rose a, a, a fair amount of equity and some time. I definitely um, agree with that. You know, and and you know the the question of whether to bring back Tibbs is not hanging over this team. Yeah, uh, sensible fans would recognize the 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 practicality and the good sense of of uh, I I shouldn't say all fans, but a I would argue a majority of fans would recognize that bringing back this core and giving them another crack at it, and then if we need to readjust that next season's deadline, makes some sense. Um, makes a lot of sense as opposed to I think most fans recognize that the 2021 team bringing that group back didn't make a lot of sense um, for reasons we've talked about Um, so I think that there would be I understand I totally understand what you're saying in terms of New York ownership pressure to uh, tweak the thing if it's not immediately perfect right now um, and allowing uh, good to be the enemy of great um, so, but I, I, am not sold on that, but I understand it. Let me just, the other thing I argument, I, I think could be made in terms of increased pressure on Cleveland. Donovan Mitchell has a player option for the final year of his contract. That's 2020, mm-hmm. uh, 25, 26. So yes, that's three years from now. They have him at least yeah. two more seasons. Um, but that, that is, I don't want to say it's hanging over their head, but if you trade the, uh, Laurie Marketing all-star. Uh, Colin Sexton, contributing player, and five draft picks, three unprotected first and two swaps for a guy. And you, let's say you only have him for three years, um, and now they lose in the first round. So now you only have him for two more years. You know you still owe a pick in 2029, et cetera. That that pending free agency is hanging over over the the head of the franchise. Um, uh, we know that that Mitchell didn't demand the trade, but you know, was he was he happy to move on from Utah? Certainly, it sounded like it. Yeah, it's it sounded like it. Um, let's say he, God forbid, you know, has a serious ankle injury in December right. of next season and misses two months, and they fall to the seventh seed, and then they got to play the Bucks in round you know round one or the. Now you're a year away, and now you're thinking, um, okay. Uh, we're confident we're going to sign Donovan Mitchell. He tells us he loves it here, but we lost to the Knicks a year ago. And now, you know, so does he want to join New York? Does he want to go home? Should we trade him? These are questions you at least have to ask yourself because if you lose him in, if you lose him in free agency, um, then your franchise is crippled. Um, You know, uh, I I shouldn't say crippled again. They still have Garland and, and, and Aaron. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. They have a, they have a a landing spot, but they have a, they have a nice little floor where it's, where it's not devastating. They have enough good young players. Um, Pachuca, you don't want to trade five first round picks for a guy and win one playoff series. Um, Yes. You know, ask the Nets how they view their Kyrie Irving (laughs) experience. That is true. You know, so I, I just think, um, uh, if they don't win it this year, if they if they lose in the first round, two of all teams, the Knicks, who everyone is going to be talking about, Donovan Mitchell, if he ever approaches free agency and he doesn't agree to an extension, the the cap raising, you know, the the new CBA where you can extend for one hundred forty percent of your previous number, maybe that increases the likelihood um, he foregoes. You know, maybe they lock him into a long term deal. Um, again, it, those are that's years down the line, but as we know. Nothing yeah. is promised. You know, a lot of teams, listen, ask OKC Thunder fans. They were convinced. Ah, they lost in the first year. They made it to the finals, all the way to the finals, and they lost to the Heat. But listen, we're going to win like five titles. We got yeah. Durant, Westbrook, and Harden. <laughs> like, are yeah. you kidding me? 
Um, you know, so so we'll see. You know, is is Garland happy being the second guy? Is you know all these things factor into it. So if I'm a if I'm a Cavs fan, um, I want to get that first playoff series against the Knicks under my belt. Yeah, does any city franchise fan base that is accustomed or is not you know jaded to the idea that oh Opstar won't leave us? <laughs> it is the yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers, Cleveland exactly. City the fan base there because of what they've dealt with with LeBron James. So I'll tell you what, I cannot wait for this playoff series. One thing I love about the playoffs, not that I've lived through many playoff series, unfortunately, is that like you get to talk a lot about now a different team outside of just the Knicks. Like the Cavs are a fun team to talk about. Like I, I really enjoyed watching them play this year. Um, I have been through things amazing. So it'll be great to pour into this team as well and learn as much about this team in the next few weeks, see what, what adjustments they do to the Knicks in these playoffs and, and let's see what happens but I, I know we'll have plenty of awesome conversations just next week leading up to the series and then obviously once the series is going to so Knicks have that is the first round matchup uh, for the Eastern Conference playoffs in round one so 